All right, hey, we are checking back in with Lee Freiberger here in uh, day two in Italy over at the uh, ISDE FIM race. Uh, race over there, Lee. Again, thanks for the updates, man. Let's uh, let's talk about day two. How are things going for Team Canada? Yeah, uh, good. Uh, boys had a little bit of trouble today, a couple crashes, a couple bangs and bruises, but uh, I get some grit uh, and hanging in there. So, uh, again, we were talking earlier, the seems like the site is kind of a lot of traffic on it. We can't see exactly where the end of today results are for the trophy. So, um, but I think we're still sticking in there midday. We'd, we'd lost our sixth place to uh, Portugal and looking at the names in that team, there's some fairly uh, experienced enduro riders, uh, world GP guys. Uh, so it is what it is, but I hope again, uh, yeah, Kate had a crash in the enduro test, test three today. They banged his head. And uh, tweaked the wrist, so he didn't have a good finish. I think he said he lost 30, 40 seconds, and that kind of made to what we, we've seen in the results. He was back uh, quite a ways from Tyler, uh, way further than what he normally is. So uh, we hope in the last few tests, the day that he was able to kind of collect himself and, and gain that speed back. Um, Jared had a good day. He made a, a, a chassis setup um, on his 500, and I think that netted him some more comfort he was able to set up in some awkward places exiting corners where he could get some more speed and drive and uh it's it's a funny place again my comment yesterday they're running um lots of uh cultivated fields and in the sun in italy here they bake in a very very hard so it's it's very dry slick but it's like cobblestones the way the soil sets up so these guys are dealing with like you know, fine dust on top of that concrete, but it's not altogether flat in their square edges. Uh, Tyler changed his rear tire today. Uh, and there's rips in the sidewalls. It's a, you know, it was changed last night. It's a brand new tire, a day old, and there's, there's actual tears in the carcass of the tire from my, I'm assuming as the soil breaks down and we get these square edge pockets, uh, the carcass is failing, uh, when he's hitting, um, he's making a few small mistakes as he as he said to me but but he's i mean overall when you ride six and a half hours these small mistakes they do add up but he's still doing really well he's pushing hard um i can't remember exactly where he was finishing like in the top 20 i think in in a number of tests probably overall in trophy so doing really good Cade's pushing hard he's this morning he had a uh a very somber mood to him and he wanted to make it a good day i think that test today probably took some wind out of his sails but um he's very strong too he's got a uh, former world champion that's his team manager and coach so they'll the italian um alex uh bellametti that he'll keep him um squared away and and focused and uh jared had that good return and phil Phil's dealing with an eye injury that he sustained, I'm going to say, was it three or four weeks ago on an FMSQ race? So he's learning how to ride with a little bit of blurry vision, but he's doing really well. He's uh-huh. not far behind the other three. Um, I think he wants to do better, of course, but he's he's still smiling. He's, as, uh, as he's known as Super Phil, he's uh, hanging in there for us, so. Okay, now now I'm looking at results here. I'm looking at day two here on the uh, ISTE FIM site. And I, boy, to be honest with you, I'm having a hard time uh, figuring out exactly what's going on. But uh, am I seeing like overall, I've got Tyler at 23rd. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then I got Cade at 53rd, Jared 62, and then Phil 117. And then obviously okay. throughout the 
team stuff. That could actually end up being a pretty darn good score, obviously. I know how things work, obviously, at Motocross of Nations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Phil, you say the eye, how's he, uh, I mean, he's okay, though, you're saying? You're saying he's smiling? Yeah, he's, <clears throat> yesterday he was commenting on how much fun he's having, and I'm sure he's, uh, whatever, if he's in some pain from a crash or something like that, he's, that's what he's about. He's keeps a good spirit was for the team and uh, he's riding his dirt bike in another country. Right. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't he be having fun? So, uh, just how his demeanor is, uh, he's golden. He's that kind of a guy. So he's going to push through for sure. And, uh, yeah, the categories are funny. Like, so that'll be in world trophy. Those, those overall scores that you, you're, uh, quoting to us. Right. And, uh, and then if we break it down into E1, E2, E3 categories, and that's relating to the displacement of the motorcycle, then you can, you know, those guys will close up, right? There's oh, okay, E1, sure. E2s. Yeah, yeah. So you're scored and within there's... the category. You're not scored on your overall. Kind of. Uh, well, depends on which column you look at in sure. the spreadsheet. So so that, that would be overall uh, for the World Trophy. So right. that'll be combined E1, E2, E3. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. if you would click into the E2, then he would probably gain however many spots because you take out the E1 and E3 guys. Right. E3 will probably be the slower class here. The the bigger power is uh, is a little harder to handle. And I think Jared mentioned he might be the only four stroke in that class. Everybody else is running uh, 300 two strokes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and like you yeah. say, I'm trying to yeah. find the team standings, but I'm getting a 404 error, so I guess maybe it's, uh, like you say, it's probably overloaded or something like that right now, so. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> happened a few times, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, overall, kind of like, so so how does it work? I mean, do you guys do this the same kind of thing a couple of days and move on to some different stuff? Like, I've heard, what? Uh, how does it work here with the tests and stages and things? Yeah, yeah, that's, here it seems like they're running, for the most part, the same course for the first three days. Um, and then they're alternating a number of different tests, uh, three tests are taken in and out depending on the day. Um, but 95% of the course is, is the same. Um, and so the test, <clears throat> pardon me, the course is kind of breaking down in a few areas <clears throat> and one test, uh, the final, uh, final test of the day, which they actually ride two times a day. Every day they, they ride it first thing in the morning on the way out and ride it last on the way back into the paddock. So that the trophy guys rode it today twice, but the club guys didn't have to because they were having dust issues and visibility and safety issues. So, um, uh, we'll see what that they're supposed to ride those tests again tomorrow. So we'll have to see again. So they're riding those things twice a day would be now for the, for the third day. So day four and five are modified. They'll add a couple more tests into the into the routine and take out a couple. So they're riding that one a day, 210, 220 kilometers per day, and uh, in between six and a half and seven hours, all okay. in. Okay. How about uh, any excitement in like uh, having to do repairs and stuff like that? I mean, I know that's it's on the riders to kind of do it and stuff. Any any uh, stories there? No. Uh, services have been going well. Uh, we rented uh, KTM service for Tyler. Phil and Jared and those guys have been doing really, really good. Of course, we're sitting in front of the semi, so there's a boatload of parts if we need, and they're skilled and trained. Uh, what do they say? They got sixty some guys underneath that that uh, facility, and uh, those are going good. The tire changers are going good. 
Uh, Tanner uh, in our club category, he had a good day today too. He climbed from the upper half of the 200s, uh, 250 to 300 position yesterday into uh, the bottom half of those on every test. So he's looking good. He didn't have any one fall today. I think he said that it was insignificant, so no no damage to the bike. And he's uh, he's changing one tire per day, and he's running some good tires that he doesn't have to worry about excessive wear. <clears throat> Pardon me, so he can he can run two days on the tire, and he's doing good there. Okay, what are you guys, six hours ahead of us? So you're, is it uh, 6 p.m. there right now? It is, yeah. I think I just texted somebody from home. It's, it's approaching 6 o'clock, yeah. <clears throat> okay, good. So that mean, uh, is the team set up somewhere for dinner? Have they already eaten together? What, uh, how does that, uh, I always kind of like hearing about what, what the team's doing as, as a group. Yeah, no, we, uh, um, Tanner's here in the, in the cafeteria. We set up a big, big tent that probably holds maybe a thousand people. And, hmm. uh, and he's having some pasta. The KTM guys, um, provide, uh, a bowl of pasta for the guys when they get off the bike. And Kate's team, they have the same there. They got somebody that's cooking to provide them some pasta and some carbs to, uh, to eat as soon as they get off the bike. Um, Phil had some problems with his, uh, rental car. So they went to an adjacent town, uh, not far from us, 40 minutes, I think is a way to, to get some, a new rental car. Um, and then, uh, Mario, who I mentioned yesterday, he departed earlier after Phil was back in and the trophy team was, was all in the paddock. He went to get some groceries and he's going to cook dinner for us at the house instead of us. Waiting for uh, dinner time at a at a restaurant here. Their custom is for seven thirty eight o'clock opening. So for us, that's too late by the time we travel someplace and eat, sit down, and get the order made. Right. So we're probably just going to let Mario cook for us and maybe provide him a beverage afterwards for gratitude. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's our plan for this evening. All right. So uh, okay. So we're hopefully sitting sixth or seventh still in the standings. Or hoping, right? Yeah, that's where we want to stay. And you mentioned there's kind of like a, a big group, uh, like a, the battling at the front and then a bit of a gap, and then you guys are in a nice tight battle there as well, right? Yeah, yeah, we're that second tier, guys. And, and uh, I'm happy, really happy with that. I was, You know, you hope for the better and all that, but I know I've done the math before when we've had national enduro series in, in Canada that could, you know, truly rank top to bottom. And we've taken those top couple guys to a six days. And then you do the math on, you know, they, they, there's four guys riding. They only take the top three scores and you throw away one. And then you do the math and, you know, we all want to do better, but the reality is we're at where we're at. So with Tyler and, and Cade's really, really good speed. And I think, I think, uh, Jared's going to kind of come in. Now he did that chassis change today. So his tires, his, his bike's biting in the corners quite a bit better. Um, and he's got some more speed, which is going to, you know, his confidence going to gain and, uh, that'll, I think, multiply for us. So if we can kind of gain a little bit, we can just stay in that sixth and hope that we don't lose, um, with a crash or a mechanical to keep our, our bike preparations tight. Um, we'll just, now it's a matter of attrition. I think everybody's kind of settled into their place. Uh, I suppose Portugal with their experience, you know, they've, They've been in that podium position occasionally, depending on who they can pull in. Um, maybe they're going to get stronger through the week. It's hard to say. I guess time will tell on that. But let's hope our guys also do the same. All right. Awesome. Now, and then uh, just explain, too, what it, uh, the big goal there is to medal, right? You want to actually what, and explain what it means to, uh, to actually medal at this event. Yeah. So 
they the gold, silver, bronze. So the leader in your class is 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 um, within ten percent of his score. Everyone in that ten percent gets a gold medal. Okay. Um, everybody in the twenty five percent of his score gets a silver medal, and then if you finish, you get a bronze. So. In a general sense, it is somebody that doesn't really know much much about the sixth day. It makes me well, geez, you finish, you get a medal. It's one of those uh, social discussions of, <laughs> of, of, of as a parent, but but it's truly like the sixth day is is uh, the Olympics, right? Like these, it's an IOC recognized endurance sport. So to finish a, a six days takes uh, tenacity, some grit. Guys are bruised up to spend six or seven hours a day in, in your boots and your knee braces or chest protectors, you know, like you end up with all these little things that rub raw and, and you get monkey butt and, and, uh, some, yeah, it's just hard on the body <laughs> and it's hard on the mind. Like, uh, to spend that much time, like there's no scheduled lunch break where you can go and get, you know, a massage in the middle part of the day. Like the guys will come in, they'll have four or five minutes out of control. We, you know, fuel the bike up mechanic looks it over, but they still have to do all the chain adjustments, leaving the chain, and then they got to put food and water in the body too. And, uh, it takes a lot of work to do that. Uh, it's a lot of discipline and, uh, they go home, they got to clean their goggles and, uh, and then they got to return to the paddock at a certain time in order to get the controls, uh, or the time controls. The service has to take a van out and provide goggles and gloves to the guys. So that stuff has to be prepared in the evening. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's not like you just get off your bike and go lay on the couch and watch TV for the rest of the night. There's eating, prepping your gear, washing, uh, gloves, making sure you're, you know, I don't know if everybody's got six pair of everything, but that's not usually the case. So it's, it's a bit of a grind. So back to the metal thing. Yeah. So, so that top 10, that, that, or 10% the gold thing is, is, you know, we've had our share of gold medal guys, but it's, it's, it's not easy. These guys are the best in the world at, at what we're at, this, this discipline. So that that's the breakdown of, of the of the okay. of the medals is ten percent, twenty five percent, and then okay. uh, bronze for a finish. Gotcha. Okay, that makes that makes sense there. Um, yeah, I didn't know what the actual breakdown was, but now just I won't keep you much longer here, uh, uh, Lee. But uh, I remember speaking with uh, Nathan Bless a couple of years back. I think he went to Argentina. I think it was, and it was super hot. And he said. The sense you get is that as a rider is it's the rules are set up so strict and specific that it's almost like it's set up to make you trip up somehow. Does that make does that make sense? Like there's so many little loopholes and little uh, hoops you got to jump through. Well, it can seem that way, um, but they want to keep you like it is an endurance test. So there's there's uh, the frame, the cases, the wheels, uh, the muffler are uh, after the sound tested are all marked. So you must ride in a, in a manner that you maintain the motorcycle so you can finish. So if you, if you wreck a wheel, so you, you, you break a bead in a tire install and you get kind of savage like, and you bust the bead and then you try and ride with it. Of course, then the tire comes off and then you break the wheel. Well, the idea is to, to, to maintain it, to right. keep composure. And then yourself, you have to do the same thing. So yeah, there's a lot of constraints to it to, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a test. Just like running a marathon, you got to run theirs. There's not a lot of other equipment involved. Obviously, you got running shoes and uh, and they do uh, blood testing and that, in which we actually have, have to uh, adhere to WADA also. Um, 
and not that we see too much of that testing, but it is, uh, we do have to adhere to it. So yeah, there's, and even, you know, your questions about the scoring, like there's so many categories, there's a, it's a big realm. It really, really is. Yeah. So to succeed at it just means that much more. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like I say, I want to get over there to check it out firsthand. I was speaking to, uh, Heidi Cook at uh, Walton, and we, she was saying, and I was saying, I don't even really know what's, it's hard to follow, I don't know what's going on. She goes, yeah, you, and then you think you get it, but you don't get it. Then you got to, you have to actually go to kind of see how it's done to kind of get a, just a sense for exactly how it all comes together and how it works. So, uh, yeah, hopefully next year. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, I mean, the categories and then their subcategories, and they cluster you together as a team, individual in class, individual overall, but once you live it, and kind of breathe it as a rider, it, it gets quite easy. And then, uh, of course, in the days of printed paper, it's easy. But nowadays, depending on how they format it on the on the website, um, yeah, then you got to interpret all that. They've they've used a, an app before, which was actually the slickest. But I don't know if budgets fell thin or whatever. But anyways, I guess we are where we're at today with uh, with uh, with that website. Hey, just a moment, Bill. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm just going to move along and head back to the house here. Okay, yeah, cool. Hey, what just to, just to tell people, what's your, what give uh give people a sense of what's your enduro history there, Lee? Uh, I guess I've ridden since uh I was 9 or something like that, raced when I was 18, won a provincial expert title in cross country in Alberta, I think in 1989 or something like that. <laughs> and then I've ridden I've ridden 4 6 days I think I counted it up the other day. I've been to 18. Uh-huh. Road four. Uh, did two as support for a friend and then been part of the coordinator team for the balance of that time. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you sound like you're on the go there now, moving back to the house like that to have uh, dinner with the guys. But, uh, all right, well, again, I appreciate the, you know, appreciate the update. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pester you again tomorrow for day three. So good luck with everything. Yeah. And do you want to, is Would there anybody? Love to. Thanks. Yeah, anybody you'd like to thank before we let you go? We didn't do that yesterday. Uh, parents, family, uh, any sponsors for these riders. It's, there's a lot of work and time and effort goes into them, commitment. So we'd very much like to give everyone there uh, that shout out. All right. Well, uh, is it passed on the, uh, on the menu tonight again? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is for sure. It's, it's past tonight, and uh, thanks for thanks for everything, Billy. We'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, good luck, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye.